Well, two months from today, we will have the first Apple Sox home game of the 2022 season, and that's pretty exciting. We've still got a lot of new players to meet on this Apple Sox team, and we're going to meet a few more of them here today. We've got five players coming to Wenatchee this season uh, who have kind of some familiar connections with uh, the Apple Sox coaching staff, and we're going to really dig in-depth on those guys here today. Let's get things started with the first one. We're going to introduce Carson Lydon, who might be a familiar last name for some of you if you've been paying attention. Uh, Carson's older brother is Marcus, and he's actually going to be coaching for the Apple Sox this season. So nice to have a family connection. And, of course, you know, they'll both be in the dugout. And Lydon, uh, Carson, that is, he's going to be used as a utility man this season for the Apple Sox. He originally committed to Oregon, but he decommitted earlier this spring. And he's been training with Driveline Baseball as he's searched for a new school. And it, it's going to be nice to have a utility man who can come in and provide options both on the mound and at the plate. Played a little bit of summer ball last year after graduating from Churchill High School in Eugene, Oregon in 2021. Last summer, he was with the Medford Rogues of the Golden State Collegiate Baseball League, and he had a 257 ERA over seven innings in five games, and he also had hit 333 in 10 games. Let's hear a little bit about what the head coach of the Wenatchee Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington, had to say about Carson Lydon. A lot to talk about here with our next additions to our 2022 roster. Um, this is a fun week uh, for me to talk about some of these guys just because um, there's some interesting stories and uh, um, some fun ties with some of these players. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Um, starting off with Carson Lydon. Um, his older brother Marcus uh, is going to be my assistant coach for this summer. Uh, Marcus is currently um, a student assistant at the University of Oregon, um, doing a great job there um, working with um, player development. And his younger brother is Carson Lydon, who uh, will be playing for us as well this summer. So Carson originally um, had signed with the University of Oregon um, and, you know, just decided it wasn't the best fit for him after uh, a couple quarters there. And so he actually has been taking a gap year training at driveline. Um, and, you know, he's currently in the transfer portal. Um, and so, he, you know, he's a guy that's going to have a ton of opportunities wherever he decides to go. Um, you know, I've been in touch with him throughout this process, throughout this winter, um, just kind of seeing what he's thinking going forward. Um, and as we get into spring now, um, I know he's got, a variety of different Division One options, all the way down from you know D two to NAIA to junior college baseball programs. Um, they're kind of on them right now to get out there for visits. So it'll be fun to see where Carson ends up. Um, really good kid and just a very talented two way guy. Uh, good left handed bat. Played for the Medford Rogues last summer um, and uh, had a great summer down there. So we're hoping he can transfer that over. Um, kind of transfer over some of those gains he's been making at driveline um, and bring that up to Wenatchee for us. Um, as well as it'll just be, it'll be a fun opportunity, you know, having his older brother be on the coaching staff um, and having uh, the opportunity for me to get to know both of these guys better um, will make this summer really fun. Well, we mentioned one Apple Sox assistant coach already. The other one, of course, is Aaron Vaughn, the associate head coach and current head coach at Wenatchee Valley College. Now, coaches Darlington and Vaughn both have something really familiar in that they both have experience at Big Bend Community College. Mitch Darlington played there. Aaron was an assistant there. And 
Mitch was also an assistant there. The two of them combined were there for six seasons at Big Bend Community College. And each of these next two players we're going to kind of dig in depth on both came from this familiar school. The first one is Dylan Gardner, and he has a 367 ERA with 42 strikeouts and just 10 walks over 27 innings in five games, all of which he has started in his sophomore season with the Vikings. Now, those 10 walks, phenomenal over that time for those 27 innings pitched for Gardner. He's a right-hander from Boise, Idaho, and he has committed already to Arizona State, and he's going to join the Sun Devils after this summer with the Apple Sox after finishing up his two years at Big Bend Community College. He pitched in the Expedition League last year, and he was with the Canyon County Spuds, and he had a 5.53 ERA over 40.2 innings in eight games, seven of which he started. Our next guy is Dylan Gardner. Um, Dylan, Dylan has the highest ceiling, I think, of any arm that we have coming in, and that is not a knock on anybody else that we have on our roster. I just think this guy um, has just unbelievable ability and uh, just the sky's, the sky's the limit for him. Uh, currently, he's touching 94, which, um, you know, sounds like great velo, but when you start thinking about it, um, you know, this is March, this is early April, um, and he's touching 94. And if you're uh, familiar with the Pacific Northwest weather, I mean, you're talking about cold weather games, you're talking about rainy days, um, and so talking with Dylan and some of the coaches at Big Bend, this is a guy that we think really could be touching a seven, if not an eight here shortly down the line. Um, just, just a big time power arm. Uh, and the scary part about Dylan is that he coming out of high school was brought into Big Bend, um, as a two way guy. So he was primarily a third baseman, um, was a good hitter in high school and kind of has recently made that transfer to just being a PO. Um, so, you know, like I say, it, this kid is just getting started, just tapping into some of his potential. Um, and I think a lot of people are seeing that. Um, he had signed with Arizona State, uh, going down there to play for Willie Bloomquist. Um, so another very cool Pacific Northwest tie, um, if you're a Seattle Mariners fan. But uh, Dylan's just getting a ton of pro attention. This is, this is a guy that we have talked about with uh, Big Ben's coaching staff, and um, we would not be surprised to see uh, his name called in, in July in the draft and, um, and potentially lose him off the Apple Sox, which, which would be awesome. That would be great for Dylan. Um, you know, we're, we're rooting for him, so uh, we want what's best for Dylan. Fellow Viking Hunter Gibson is also going to suit up in the red, white, and blue of the Apple Sox this summer. Uh, Gibson has not appeared on the mound this season in his sophomore year at Big Bend Community College, but he posted a 2.96 ERA with 37 strikeouts and only four walks over 27 and a third innings in 10 games, three of which he started in 2021 as a freshman. Does not have any summer ball experience that we could find. Uh, he is from Ellensburg, Washington, so not too far away. Graduated from Ellensburg High School in 2020 and played a little bit of basketball in addition to baseball there. And I always like to try and dig in depth and see if these guys have played in summer ball at all. It's a it's a fun thing to talk to them about because managing your fatigue over the course of a summer ball season is extremely difficult compared to the regular college baseball season. So at the junior college level, which these players at Big Bend Community College, of course, are the junior college season, you're playing double headers when you play an opponent. So every game, every game day is two games in one. 
and that can be fatiguing on its own, but there's only a few of those each week, so to speak. So you have a lot of the days off. And the majority of the week, you're technically off, although they're practicing. Now, at the Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three levels, they're typically playing three to four, maybe even sometimes five times a week, but typically not that many. Usually it's around three, maybe four games a week in total. So you get three quote-unquote off days of just practices there, but when you go into summer college baseball, you are pretty much playing almost regularly six days a week, and sometimes six consecutive days a week as well. So players have to manage that fatigue in different ways over the course of a summer, and you know, year after year, it's a normal thing to see teams get a little bit tired in August because the, playing in summer college ball is the first step for a lot of these guys. But uh, as we continue here with you know Hunter Gibson, let's hear a little bit what the head coach of the Apple Sox had to say about him. Next guy is Hunter Gibson. Um, this is a guy that uh, is currently battling a little bit of an arm issue. Um, he's he, he, It sounds like he is probably going to be redshirting this year at Big Bend. Uh, because of just some lingering soreness in his arm, um, tr- trying to get that looked at and get that all figured out, but uh, would have been slated to be one of Big Ben's top two guys. Him and Dylan probably would have been 1A, 1B. Um, really heavy fastball, uh, can locate his off-speed, whatever he wants. Um, another guy that is probably a Division One level talent, um, and he, this summer I think is going to put him on a lot of people's radars. Um, as he heads into a sophomore year at Big Bend. Next up on this week's release is a member of Seattle University, Riley Sinclair. Now, he is not suited up this season for Seattle U. He is one of three players from Seattle U who will play for the Apple Sox this coming summer. But the right-hander appeared in 13 games last spring. He had a 4.06 ERA over 51 innings in 13 games, seven of which he started. And he led the Red Hawks in ERA with that 4.06 mark, and he tossed six or more innings three times. Now, he's from Camas, Washington. He graduated from Camas High School in 2020. Unfortunately, he did not get to compete as a senior, of course, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, canceling that Washington High School baseball season. But in his junior season, he had a 154 ERA in 13 games, and he helped Camas qualify for the 4A state tournament. Next guy is Riley Sinclair. Uh, Riley flat out is going to have the opportunity to come in and, and earn a starting role for us. Um, Riley last year at Seattle U, I believe he got, got eight starts on the mound, um, had some good numbers, did some great things. Um, and so that's kind of what we're expecting, uh, here with us that he's going to come back in, um, and try to earn that starting role for us. Um, he is kind of recovering from a, uh, weightlifting injury that happened earlier this year so hasn't really got the innings this spring that he would normally have got um, hence why he's going to be in Wenatchee and and wanting to see some more innings so we're really excited to have Riley uh, a part of us Um, I had the opportunity to coach Riley at a baseball northwest event and uh, one thing that stood out to me about Riley is he just had this quiet confidence he was he's not a loud kid not a very talkative guy but um he kind of had that swagger when he came into our dugout and um when he takes the bump you'll see it he just has this quiet confidence in the way he handles his business um and the way he controls the game and and uh just attacks hitters so it'll it'll be fun to get riley up here in wenatchee as well 
As we mentioned, there were three members of the Seattle U team who will join the Apple Sox this summer. The third and final one is Andrew Haight. He is a catcher at Seattle University. He's only got 14 at-bats in 10 games this year as a sophomore. Not a ton of action early on. Uh, kind of similar to last year. He's only, right now, he's only got one more at-bat than he had in last season. He had 13 at-bats in 13 games as a freshman in 2021. So not a large sample size for him in season. And he has played summer ball. But kind of continuing the theme here, small sample size. Only played in 11 games last year with the Casper Horseheads in the Expedition League, and he hit 267 with them. He had at least one hit in 7 of 11 games. The last guy is Andrew Haight, uh, another Seattle University guy. Um, Andrew's biggest, uh, biggest tool is that he has a really strong arm behind the plate, uh, very good defensively. So... Uh, a guy that can really shut down the running game, um, really control the running game, um, which is nice to have as a coach, you know, whether it be um, a team that likes to run, run a lot, a uh, team that puts the game in motion. Uh, if you have a guy behind the plate that's just rock solid, good defensively, um, that's really nice to build off of and, and have a, as a weapon for you as a coach. So really excited to get Andrew up here as well. And and uh, excited about this next group of guys that we got coming in. So that's a look at this week's players. Uh, five players who kind of have some connections to our coaching staff and uh, will be nice depth pieces for this summer's Apple Sox team. As we're getting down the stretch here, as I mentioned, two months from today, at the time of us releasing this, it's Wednesday, April 6th. So two months from today is opening day, June 6th of the 2022 season, the home opener, I should say. The Apple Sox first game is June 3rd. That's at Bend all the way down in Oregon, of course, to open up the season. But the home opener will be June 6th. And we really hope you can make it out. Uh, make sure to give us a call, 509-665-6900, to purchase your season tickets. And make sure to keep checking out these podcasts. We've got a lot of other ones that have come out so far. We talked with Enzo Apodaca earlier this week. So if you missed that interview, I really recommend going back to that. Uh, Enzo's off to a great start this spring with the Gonzaga Bulldogs and of course, played for the Apple Sox last year, and he'll be with them again this season. And, you know, as we get down the stretch here, we get closer to the start of the season. Uh, we're hoping to catch up with a few of these players perhaps before they arrive in Wenatchee so that fans can kind of get an extended preview of and kind of get to know some of these players a little bit before they truly arrive for the Apple Sox. But, you know, over the course of the summer, you're going to get to know these players really well through our podcast network. So make sure to subscribe either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you don't already. That way you're going to get uh, notifications for the newest episodes, and you'll get those downloaded as soon as they, they hit the airwaves. So thanks for tuning in this week, and we will talk to you next time here on the Apple Sox Podcast Network.